Now, everyone gets angry from time to time. Let's not beat around the bush about this. Uh, when kids do something wrong, when someone does something crazy during peak traffic, um, as we just heard, and when that co-worker pushes your buttons, and this often happens, especially if you're spending nine hours in the office every single day. Anger is perfectly natural, and it's a natural emotion to feel. But uh, some of you are feeling it a little too often, and some are feeling it uh, for no reason. It could be indicative of an anger management issue. The question is how do you know and how to deal with it if this is the case? South African anger guru Shelton Khartoun, uh, he is from the Anger and Stress Management Center, joins us on the line this uh, morning on Cape Talk to help us answer all our questions. Thanks so much for, for agreeing to chat to us, Shelton. I think let's start the conversation taking a look at the term um, anger and what that means. Anger is a normal, natural human emotion, which is usually misused um, in the form of revenge that uh, people default to as, a, as an immediate reaction. So they, they're triggered by a situation, they get angry, and they go and react immediately without thinking. Um, so anger becomes a problem in their life, and they either are very defensive or they're very attacking. Um, and anger management programs really help people understand that that's not the way to go and there's a, a way to direct anger positively. Mm. Is, there, is there any um, difference, or I assume there is, but um, is being angry and being annoyed interchangeable? Well, we talk about a spectrum um, really ranging from mild to extreme and the core emotion is anger, but the spectrum has has uh, increments of intensity. So the vocabulary we use kind of gives a sense of it. So if I say I'm furious, it's extreme. If I say I'm annoyed, um, it's less than full-blown anger. If I say I'm irritated, it's even milder. So, so there's a continuum of emotions that sit on the anger spectrum. And if one doesn't deal practically with um, with what the situation is, you actually climb up the, the emotional spectrum. So you might start annoyed um, and then you get into anger. You might then become enraged and have an outburst. Mm. Now, now, what are the signs or when in this whole spectrum of sort of becoming um, furious, do I need to start worrying and, and can I start seeing signs that I might have an issue with with anger and managing that? Um, and, and then, of course, how does one manage that? Yes, there, there are telltale signs and, and the most common, um, I mean, most people are in, in a relationship of some sort. And um, if they are arguing a lot and or, or fighting a lot, um, shouting, swearing, screaming, if there's road rage, if there's irritability and general impatience with, with, with situations and things, um, or aggressiveness, um, acting in a childlike way, throwing, um, throwing things around, slamming doors. Um, those are signs that you really do have a problem with anger if, um, if you're impacting other people in a negative way. And of course, the, the other end of the spectrum is the person who doesn't know how to communicate at all. So they use their anger passive-aggressively. 
through sarcasm, mm. name-calling, insulting, belittling, naming, blaming, shaming, patronizing, and even the silent treatment, the sulking, the moods. So that kind of person also has a problem with their anger. Um, and they, they usually don't like confrontation, and they, uh, they don't know how to deal with it. So, so whether we see outright aggression um, leading even to domestic violence, uh, but total inappropriate abusive behavior, um, the telltale signs are this, um, this irritability and, and, and shortness with people, uh, pushing people out of your lives, um, and, and not feeling happy as an individual, um, just generally, I would say. So um, it's about no longer being in denial that I don't have a problem or it's everybody else's fault because mm. we do have a very big blame culture. But it's about really taking responsibility and acknowledging I do have a problem with, with anger. I do need to seek help and I need to learn practical tools to manage it as well as to communicate better and more assertively. Mm. Now, uh, as you mentioned, people deal with um, irritation or anger in, in, in different ways and in, at different levels or, or fields. Yes. If if I yes. notice something um, with a, a loved one, a family member or a friend or even a partner um, where yes. I, I sense it might become problematic, how do I bring that up? Um, because obviously if, I, if I'm dealing with someone who is on the far end of the spectrum of being really aggressive mm. with regards to um, whatever irritating him or her, I assume you bringing up the fact that I'm worried about you being angry um, just adds uh, fuel to that whole fire. So how does one do that? It it does. It it does add fuel to the fire. And part of the reason is because once we are in an emotional state, we are quite adrenalized as well. So we go into a fight or flight response. Additionally, we we shunt to another part of the brain, which is very irrational uh, very primitive, not a good listener, not a good thinker, um, and um, doesn't really handle things well in what it decides to say and do. So one of the golden rules is really um, immediately recognize you're triggered and you're angry by a situation um, and stop yourself from uh, the revenge mode, the attack or the defense um, by saying and doing the wrong thing and take time out. I think time out is one of the golden rules in relationships and situations. Just take time out, get away from the trigger, calm down, um, gain, regain your thoughts uh, in a rational way and work out what you need to do. And in fact, many, many situations that people get really worked up over and create a massive drama about are relatively small. And if they take time out, they'll be able to see that in in perspective and actually realize they can let it go. Just drop it, let it go. Um, and that, in fact, is also a golden rule for road ragers mm. is if someone cuts cuts in front of you or does something stupid, instead of engaging with them and becoming more adrenalized, just tell yourself, use self-talk, just let it go, let it go, drop it. Um, no eye contact at all, inviting conflict. Um, and, and really come back to it. So if it's an issue, come back, discuss it, talk about it with your partner. Uh, but you'll find many, many times um, you've overreacted or there's been a misunderstanding. Um, you've jumped to the wrong conclusion and it's relatively small, so you can let it go. Hmm. I'm also thinking of, of the scenario where, where many people would have... Uh, 
a thing that um, gets them angry in the workspace. And obviously, many people just tend to um, leave it. And then once they're at home after five or after six o'clock, they start venting. And then essentially that doesn't solve the problem because the next day you still have to go back and the the, the person or the, the problem is not aware that it is a problem. So in that setup, I would assume communicating that this is something that is triggering me would be essential. It's absolutely essential because it's an issue and it's likely to to continue repeating. So it builds up a frustration cycle as well as the anger. So I think, uh, again, the rule is don't deal with something on the spot. Rather, uh, take time out, think about it, maybe write down what you want to say to the person or maybe you want to communicate in writing and avoid a face-to-face emotional um, connection with that individual. Um, one of the key things is to, to work out for yourself, what are your needs over that situation? For example, someone might not be listening to you when you give instructions all the time. So your need would be that in future they need to listen to you. Mm. So it's about establishing what your needs, communicating those in a respectful manner to the other person. Um, And it's important also to know that you have angry new that's built and maybe your pressure cooker is quite full. So when you do come home with frustrations and maybe stresses from the workplace, that you go, you don't go and deflect those onto the kids or onto your partner, um, which would be extremely unfair. It would be better to talk about it to your partner and share that you've had a bad day or some person uh, at the workplace is, is really getting to you. Mm. If you are tuning, you are tuning to Cape Talk with myself, Ronaldo Sharp. On the line, I have SA Anger Guru Shelton, and we're navigating around uh, the conversation about recognizing the signs of anger issues. Feel free to join in the conversation, 072-567-1567. That's the WhatsApp line to send your voice notes and text messages. So if you have any questions, get those through. But Shelton, let's quickly talk about um, uh, if I am attending anger and, and stress management um, yes. courses, what what happens yes. there and, and how long is that period and, and would you recommend that uh, to someone who isn't necessarily on the further end of the, the anger scale and sort of just playing around in the uh, being irritated and, and being annoyed? Yeah, yeah. Good question. I mean, my take on it is, is really that most people can benefit with such a program because they learn to recognize their triggers, they learn to recognize and understand their emotions and how they can get their emotions to serve them in an appropriate and non-abusive way. So the program itself is is completely practical in nature, um, giving the tools to exert a level of control when when in anger so that there isn't an immediate knee-jerk reaction, um, but in fact something that is um, more uh, a control thing. So we stop we take time and then we come back and we deal with it through an assertive communication formula or we let it go or we understand what it's all about. It could be about a misperception. It could be about a different point of view. And that's a very common one, actually. Mm. Two people have got different opinions. It's about understanding what opinions are about and um, that it's okay to have a different opinion. It might be someone's taking things personally. So we've got tools which cover every every kind of aspect of what the challenge could be about in a way to resolve that. So it doesn't matter ultimately what challenge a person faces. There'll be tools 
uh, as well as calming down strategies that will enable them to successfully manage that challenge. And whilst an anger management program um, is not a quick fix, it doesn't take um, months and months drawn out like perhaps attending uh, a psychologist um, Mm. sessions where you talk and talk and you don't always get the practical tools. This is rather more pragmatic. And then from the very first session, you get practical tools that you can implement, go away. And we see people really one hour at a time uh, on a weekly basis for, for around six sessions. So uh, they go through an entire course. We get feedback every week to make sure that what we've given is working for them. They're they're becoming a better person. Mm. There's more control. Things are improving in their lives, and they're actually becoming calmer, nicer people. And then we just keep building and building on that until they have absolutely everything that's available uh, in the way of uh, anger management tools and, and interventions. Now, it's not only adults who struggle with anger management issues. I see it a lot with, with younger ones, with kids. Um, and, and, yes. and I feel like it, it, it sort of feeds into um, a style of, of dealing with children or, or raising your children or disciplining your children. Is the, yes. the, the way of managing anger amongst kids different than you would manage anger and try to deal with it with an adult? With kids, we we go more into, we work with children from about the age of six, um, and we get them to understand the emotions, maybe using smiley faces, and we use age-appropriate tools, which have a parallel to the adult-type tools. But we we, we generally uh, approach it with kids with from a feeling perspective. In other words, they must recognize when they're getting heated through the the different changes that take place in their body. They feel hot, they, they clench their fists, they feel they want to uh, throw something. Um, these are adrenaline kind of responses. So we, we teach children, recognize what your body's doing and what you're feeling. You're no longer happy, you're angry or you're, you're upset. And then we teach them how to, using a, uh, a technique called the, the traffic light or the robot tool, that when they're angry, they must just, and they're seeing red, the red of being mad, they see the top of the traffic light, which tells them to stop immediately, go and calm down, uh, maybe go to their room, just calm down, uh, listen to music or play, play a game or something, and then when they've relaxed and got over it, to come back. Um, so it's really important as well that parents model the right behavior for their kids because um, that's one of the bigger influences Mm -hmm. on how a child uh, expresses and manages their anger is what is modeled by one of their parents because they go and mimic their parents. Um, So it's really important that the parents have actually got the skills and and the tools of anger management to raise children um, with the right tools as well. Mm. Let's quickly take this conversation a bit broader. Do you think South Africans are unnecessarily angry, generally speaking? I think um, South Africans carry a lot of frustration um, over different things, depending on who the person is and the socioeconomic class. Um, There might be frustrations around um, housing, education, unemployment. There might be frustrations around... Um, infrastructure, crime, stress levels, corruption. Um, so there are a lot of issues that are that South Africans actually face, 
um, that produce a lot of frustration and that builds and and manifests in a culture of fairly aggressive people. Um, so we see a lot of rages. Uh, uh, South Africa's got one of the highest rates of road rage in the world. Um, there's there's other rages that take place in queues, in in banks, in supermarkets, in car parks. Um, there's a lot of aggression. Um, that we don't see in other countries. Um, for example, like in England, when you're driving around, when you're walking around in England, you see a very kind of relaxed um, mm. culture that, that people are obliged to try and help you or let you through. Um, whereas here, it's like, I'm not going to let you through. You're not coming in front of me. It's this, this aggression um, all the time. And I think we need to kind of examine that as a, as a nation. Um, also, a lot of the strikes that we've seen um, they are spillovers of, of unmanaged anger as well. Well, thank you so much for, for chatting to us uh, tonight and answering our questions uh, around recognizing the signs of anger issues and then essentially how to deal with them. Uh, I really enjoyed this conversation and I hope someone who's dealing with, with anger issues um, really uh, knows when to recognize and, and when to seek help um, if it reaches Absolutely. A, a bad stage. Yeah, and there's a lot of information on our website if, you, if you're happy to give that out. Yeah, and sure. We have an anger test on the website even that people can take, but it's, it's literally angerstress.com, nice and easy. Angerstress.com, and it's full of very useful information. Thanks again, um, Shelton. It's been great chatting to you. Enjoy the rest of the evening. It's been my pleasure. You too. Bye-bye.